Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with someone who is a heroic figure here in New York and uh, anywhere. Anyone likes to watch good basketball, tough basketball. Well, you can't really watch it anymore, but when, when Oak played, uh, you could certainly see that, uh, and his time with the Knicks uh, was just uh, legendary. He's promoting his book, and it's a must-get. Everyone has to get this book. The Last Enforcer, outrageous stories from the life and times of one of the NBA's fiercest competitors. There will never be another one like him. Oak, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. I'm good. Yeah, well, listen, I'm uh, thrilled to have you. Congrats on the on the book. Uh, how do you feel now that it's out? I mean, I, I'm sure uh, a lot of different emotions uh, going through the stories and talking about yeah. a lot of fun, but also, uh, you know, a lot of work and probably a lot of painful memories. Uh, how do you feel now that it's done? Um, yeah, I feel great about the book. Uh, I'm asking for it. You know, over my career time and doing interviews and, you know, just doing stuff with people and just want to let people get an inside of what I'm really about from growing up with my grandparents into, you know, high school, college, after NBA. Uh, it's just a good reading book. Uh, people want to hear some stories. There's a lot of stories in the book. So um, I'm just glad I can produce this book. Frank did a great job writing it. Yeah, well, listen, uh, people are going to be excited to uh, hear all the different stories. Uh, how many people reached out to you while you were uh, writing the book? I mean, everyone from coaches, GMs, players, your peers, your friends. How many people um, wanted to know whether, whether they were mentioned in the book before it came out? Well, they didn't, you know, I really didn't get a lot of calls because it wasn't their business. I mean, my thing is, what I talk about, I mean, it's something that, uh, you know, I uh, think that, uh, or either happen or engagement with me or just something in the career or why I was, you know, in, in that space. So in the book, we'll tell you all the details. It wasn't like somebody called me and tell me, don't do this, don't do that. No, I was in control. I was flying the plane. Yeah, there's no question about that. I, I, I watched you so many times at the Garden. You, you just left it all on the floor. It doesn't seem like you took a day off. How do you, how do you like the NBA the way it's played now? It's it certainly uh, it, it's a much different game than when you were there. And, and I, I'm telling you, they'd be penalizing you all the time just for, for natural stuff. be tough to play in today's game, would it not? Um, I don't think so. I mean... You know, Roman shape. I understand the game. IQ for the game. Uh, it have changed in ways that you you watch TV now. How, how you see a lot of three pointers. Uh, you see teams that you know guys shoot three for ten from the free throw line, or uh, two for twelve, and and still in the game, and you know three or four turnovers. So the game evolved into a different way, a different style. That they said the style of play is more turnovers is allowed now, and I never know that some team allow a guy for six, seven turnovers and this seven, eight free throws in the game. So it's a different, definitely a different space. So we have to deal with what we see. Charles, is there is there anybody that you enjoy watching and you kind of think that that player out there is uh, reminiscent of you? Well, I mean, in the book, you know, I try to mention. I mean, I always come back to Draymond Green, the way he plays, physical. Okay. All the guy, uh, the Tech has two great shooters, 
yourself and play, uh, show up every night to play, stand up for the team, on the court, off the court. And I see a lot of that was in me, you know, stand up for my teammates, protect them at all times. Let me remind folks to get this book. Everyone get this book, The Last Enforcer, Outrageous Stories from the Life and Times of one of the NBA's fiercest competitors, Charles Oakley. Uh, Michael Jordan wrote the foreword of this book also, everyone. And, uh, uh, yeah, how did uh, uh, how, how's your relationship with Michael? I imagine it's very good. He wrote the, uh, he wrote the foreword to this, uh, this, this book. But you guys were, boy, you guys were tough with each other on the, uh, on the floor when you were competing. Yeah. Um, you know, in the book, I talk about Michael a little, but I think when he did the forward, it's just like going to the bank, and you go over get $200 in there, but you only got $100 in there. And I think that uh, they gave me the $200 because it was Michael George. But um, we still good talk. We have fun. He in a different space in his life. I'm in a different space. But for someone to do a forward, they go to show you it's a lot of love there. You know, I've heard you say, um, and and heard it written that you don't remember every every shot. Obviously, you don't remember every win or every loss, but you remember every every punch or, or push or slap. I, can you share with us something that's in the book that uh, I don't know that maybe was difficult to put in there, and you and you thought long and hard before you included it, or did you just say, "I'm going for it. I'm putting everything in." Well, you know, um, I think. When you write a book and you say enforcer, so inside this book will give you a lot of things that I had to enforce. I had to be there to, to help someone or I had to protect myself. So enforcer is it's a word that, you know, people expect some some hot, good stories in this book and, some you know, sometimes that I had to be in, I had to force myself, my will on someone else. But, uh, you know, it's just, hey, it's just a great book and, like I said, once you open the book up and start reading it, you will really get attached to it because there's a lot of good stories in there. And, you know, I'm just being Charles Oakley. Uh, listen, I, I can't wait to get the book. We're going to talk about it as we let you go, and we're going to urge people to get it. It's uh, it, First of all, congratulations on it. And uh, and you and uh, you and Frank, uh, both congratulations on it. Before uh, before you go, though, uh, do you think you, you've left enough out where there's another book in you, uh, it, there's got to be a lot of stories. It's I think like a 19-year career. I think you know it's it's just like uh, when you're in a comedy show or at an event or something, in like an old school group when you're singing and you be saying you you the song here and song sounds so good. You say, well, this is my last song. Everybody keeps saying one more, one more, two more. They definitely gonna say this about this book. We're going another part, so it will be a sequel, hopefully. Well, anyway, well, uh, again, we'll be talking about it, Oak. Thrilled to have you, and uh, loved watching you play all those years. You left it all on the court, and I, I tell you, you got to be very proud of the career uh, that you had and that you left behind. And I'm sure this book is going to be absolutely terrific. Do you have any social media? Do you have um, a website or a social media site you want to leave us with? Uh, you can go to Barnes & Noble, go to any Amazon. Um, you know, just go to Google. It'll, it'll, it'll lead you right to where you get the book, and um, and it will be all there. I, I I've got to ask you. I did did anyone reach out to you from uh, from Charles Dolan? I mean, from uh, uh, Dolan, James Dolan, about the book to ask if you had anything to say in there about him. 
Uh, well, we miss him in the corner of the book, not too much of the book because it's not about him. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a, you know, he's in the book. Yeah, he's in the book. Everyone got a little... looking for that page, that's that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Charles, thanks a lot. Congratulations and thrilled to talk to you. Thank you. The last enforcer, outrageous stories from the life and times of one of the NBA's fiercest competitors, Charles Oakley, uh, co-author of the book, and he played 19 seasons in the NBA with the Knicks, of course, and he got traded for Bill Cartwright, I think. I'm going by memory there, the Knicks center, and they did the Twin Tower thing the year after they they drafted um, Patrick Ewing, and they did... Twin Towers there, and then they traded Cartwright to the Bulls, which he must have been thrilled for because he was there for a, a lot of those championships. And they got Oak, and they got Charles Oakley, and um, you know, well, uh, you know, it, you know, you look back, and you know, Michael Jordan didn't have a uh, didn't have a problem with him. Uh, obviously, now he wrote the forward to this book, but you got to think to yourself, like, uh, if if Michael Jordan wanted him to stay there, wanted Oakley to stay there, he would have, um, uh, you know, he certainly would have uh, put his foot down or whatever. I can't believe uh, the trades made, if you think about it, but I guess they needed, who did they have, uh, Winnington? Did they, Bill Winnington? I, I can't remember who they had early on when that trade was made, but uh, when Oakley uh, came came to the Knicks, I mean, sometimes he pulled down 20 rebounds and um, yeah, he was playing really rough, and uh, yeah, hey, listen, I, I I wouldn't put anything past him, um, you know, as far as being able to play in today's game, for sure. But he's, uh, you know, he would have been penalized constantly, right? The way he he pushed, he uh, it was tough. He was rough on the the big bodies, and, and he, you know, he he uh, he he put his muscle into it. Very tough guy, Charles Oakley, and. To see him play was, I mean, really, he left it on the court. Every day, dive after balls. He was, uh, you know, running, jumping, banging into people, fighting. And anybody went after uh, after Patrick, uh, he would jump in there first. He would be the enforcer. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.